We will evaluate your business and provide solutions you will benefit from. We will coach you through each step of the process from start to finish. Contact us today, Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Bates team at Best, and school's now in session. Some of you may have screamed yay while others booed, but regardless, the books are back open. Like every year, you need to get your checklist ready up to do school supplies and events, and it's no different in real estate. If you are looking to buy or sell, here are some starter items. Who can I get pre-qualified with on a loan? Is my home show ready? How long do I need to get ready for showing appointments? Call these questions your back-to-school list of pencils, notebooks, and other school supplies. Get the full checklist of what it takes to buy or sell by calling the Bates team at 675-BEST and visit bestwy.net today. Proudly brokered by eXp. The Y.O. Theater celebrates the 100th anniversary of the opening of the original Lotus Theater with a performance of the Y.O.'s new Vaudevillians, Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. This event will feature the new Vaudevillian band, accompanying an impressive cast of local talent, performing a variety of acts from comedy and magic to singing and dancing. There'll be giveaways and fun the entire evening. Tickets are available today at the Y.O. Box Office or online at yotheater.com. Hello everyone, Tom Kraft, owner of Legacy Diamond and Gems here, announcing the sale of a lifetime. Legacy Diamond and Gems remodel sale is now in progress for a limited time only, with fine jewelry throughout the store up to 50% off. That's right, up to 50% off. We need to reduce our inventory to prepare for our total store remodel. For the best selection of fine jewelry at up to 50% off, hurry into Legacy Diamond and Gems, 11 North Main Street in downtown Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Sheridan County High School Rodeo Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning. Welcome to Public Pulse. I am joined this morning by the Executive Director of the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter, A.J. Evans, and the Operations Manager, Cindy Pomp. Good morning, Dog and Cat Shelter. Good morning, Floyd. Now, um, just real quick, who do we have with us here today? We have Tibby here. She is about a year and a half. Um, she's been with us 284 days My as gosh. of today, as of, um, yeah, per, here recently. <laughs> 284 <laughs> yeah. days. A little more now, but yes. Now, 
was was there a, a reason for that? I mean, is there something that you had to train out of her? Yeah, or? so she came to us um, from another shelter, and she was very timid with new people. Um, she's a little what we call fear aggressive sometimes. She's a sweetheart with people that she knows. Yeah. But she can be very fearful of new people. And of course, you know, dogs only know how to defend themselves one way. Yeah. So she gets a little growly, a little sketchy with new people. But we sent her um, to Country Pet Inn. We work with them. And she went through our boot, their boot camp. And she has been doing a lot better. Now, I know uh, we do a lot of inner trading among shelters. Sometimes mm -hmm. it really helps uh, a certain situation. Yeah. Uh, if they have room, they can take extra dogs and vice yeah. versa. That's great to do. But I think the question that I've got, um, and I, I haven't even thought to ask Emmy this, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, I don't mean to accuse anybody of anything. <laughs> but are they sending you only problem dogs that they can't get figured out? Um, some of them do. Some of them do. Uh, so they make their problem your problem? Pretty much. Uh, they just know that we have, most of the time, from the shelters we trade with, we have better facilities and we have more resources for training. Yeah. Um, and they know that. So they, a lot of times, will send us their more difficult dogs that they're having issues with that they might otherwise have to euthanize. Okay, okay, that, um, I, I, that's fair, yeah. I think. You so know. they give it a better chance with us, um, hoping that we can work it out and help these dogs with our trainers. Okay. So, um, we yeah. do get nice dogs oftentimes, too. You know, sometimes we say we don't have the um, room right now to take in another problem child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, please try to send us a different dog or you know one that's not as difficult but yeah okay that like i said that's fair because yeah. if i was running a shelter that didn't have any resources in a smaller town and i don't have a trainer yeah i would want to give the dog the best chance and yep. if i can do that by sending the dog to you i would yeah. So I, I can see where they're coming from now. Uh, in a sense, it's making my problem your problem. But right. at the same time, I'm also doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm giving a dog the, a chance. Most of the time, they're pretty honest with us. You know, yeah. if they're sending us a problem dog, they're going to tell us they're sending a problem dog. There's been a couple of times with different shelters that they send us a dog and they say, like, oh, this dog is, like, the most amazing dog. And we get this dog. And it bite like tries to bite someone right off the gate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. we're like, oh, okay. Now we got but an most issue. Most of the time, they they are very honest about the issues the dog has. Okay, good. Yeah. That's because I was wondering, you know, uh, some of these dogs they have been either in our shelter or someone else's shelter for so dang long. Yeah. Because we don't want to euthanize it. We want to give it the best opportunity that we can. But uh, you know, some of these trainers that they'll even admit sometimes you can't get it out of them yeah uh, and and thank god that doesn't happen very often but uh yeah i was worried about that because you guys are really full and you've got some animals who've been over there for a really long time um so you define those as long timers how many long timers do you have aj we have quite a few. So back to, 
you know, the programs that we're able to offer and take in difficult dogs. I want to say about five of those long timers are difficult dogs that even have been through the Better Canine program or have been over uh, to Shan Foster's. And we are really blessed to have a sponsor, the Irvin Family Foundation, that does support the program up to 30 days um, for each dog, you know, and then we try to give them a little certificate. Like, I don't think Miss Tibby over here would be what she is today if she hadn't been out, um, you know, at the Country Pet Inn. Yeah. And so our sponsor, I mean, it's it's amazing that we have them and that they help us out in that way financially. But um, long timers, we have quite a few more cats, of course, than dogs. <laughs> but, you know, it's the difficult dogs. And most of them, yes, Floyd, they are transfers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we, we are really fortunate. You guys have got Foster, you've got Eccles, you've got two of uh, yes. some of the best dog trainers I've ever seen in my life uh, really working on these dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of their programs seem to be, you know, really good because we get great results out of these. Yes. But every once in a while, we just can't get something out. Um, I think that's just kind of one of those, uh, it is the way that it is. Now, when we look at cats we're going to come back and we're going to talk about because we got an event happening on october 13th but before we get there the cats we have a lot of cats over there cindy how many cats Mm -hmm. do we have right now uh 128 at the moment how many can you actually house what well before it was 98 i believe um and we added some kennels so i'm sure it's somewhere in like a hundred Somewhere around there. Yeah. Maybe. So you're pretty stacked <laughs> up over there. We're pretty. We've got them everywhere. If you come to the shelter, they're literally running the place. There's yeah. anywhere you walk, except for the dog area. There are cats. Now, is, are cats just easier to find than dogs? I I know a lot. Of, there's a lot of stories that I've heard people tell about a cat that just kind of showed up on the the doorstep, and they just started taking care of them. Cats tend to be more independent than dogs. Yeah. Uh, they can kind of survive on their own a little bit better around the area. I don't know if I'd say they're easier to find, but I know um, CSO gets a lot of calls and complaints from people with stray cats running around their houses and, mm-hmm. you know, mucking up their gardens and their yards. Chasing and the birds out of the yard. Chasing the birds, mm-hmm. yeah. So a lot of people will call CSO to have them put out traps. Um, so some of our cats come from that. And then mostly I feel like it's that. And then people just bring them in. I mean, nice cats that they just find running around the house or running around their yard they pick them up and bring them in Um, you know i never thought that i would be that guy but i'm that guy um (laughs) i had a a family of blue jays that was returning year after Mm -hmm. year and i'd I'd love to see them show up every spring and then a cat yep came around (laughs) and my blue jays stopped coming so Mm -hmm. they were gone for about two years yeah and emmy Got a, a trap from the shelter, trapped a cat, got rid of it. Uh, I think she took it to the shelter yeah, uh, over there, and and I saw Blue Jays return this year. <laughs> so I have become that guy that that's like, we need to get rid of these cats. And I, I mean, I get it. And they're better off, you know, out, like, getting caught and put in a shelter where they will be cared for. Um, the other issue I think we've had is a little while ago we got, like, how many cats was 
some guy out in Ranchester just trapped all these cats yeah. out at his place that he had just moved into, and he just showed up with, I want to say, like 12 to 14 cats. Holy goodness. Wow. And they were all semi-feral, so we're working on them. But they're kind of like our long-timer dogs that have issues. I mean, they're not the cats that are just going to come up and love on you, mm-hmm. and you're just going to take home, and they're going to be the perfect house cat. They're grew up in the wild. They're kind of wild. They don't like people that much. You Around know? here, we call them barn cats, They're right? barn cats. Barn cats. You know, they're nice barn cats. They'll let you pet them, but they don't want to be necessarily right next to you. They don't want to be in your house. They don't want to be picked up. A little more and independent. Yeah, so they're a little harder to place, so they're just... And some of them actually haven't even become adoptable, I believe, yet, because they're still so wild so that's part of the issue are you guys still running the barred cat program if i'm a farmer i can come in and say hey i'm looking for like an mm-hmm. independent cat that yep. i don't need to pay attention to too often we do that yep yeah okay yep. so if you're a farmer <laughs> and you might have a mouse problem run down get yourself a couple of these barn cats Uh, they're really good my dad had a few actually cats that uh they were not inside cats Mm -hmm. and they did just fine during the winter around here believe it or not but they they they, acclimate yeah they kept uh the farm pretty mouse free i don't remember seeing too many rodents when i was growing up but we had every type of animal and feed Mm. that you could (laughs) possibly imagine and we never had a problem so if you do have a problem in the tax shed or if you've got a problem up in your feed shed then go ahead get yourself one of these barn cats Uh, i I don't remember dad ever actually even feeding them maybe mom did without me knowing (laughs) but so that is a program that does take place out at the sheridan dog and cat shelter and you can go out there and you can help uh, maybe get two or three. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you guys have them. We have them. You've definitely. got them. So got them. <laughs> you can take them out there. Now, let's talk about uh, something that we are doing about these long timers. What's going on October 13th, AJ? We have a spaghetti dinner comedy night planned out at the Shrine Center. It's called A Long Timer Story. So there will be about five comedians talking about individual long timers that are at the shelter have been at the shelter so it's all around Mm -hmm. those animals and why and what's funny about them and so we want to take this opportunity to present present those animals to the public and just really have a good time you know and help a little bit with you know having money coming in supporting these animals that's just you know, cost a lot of money to house. And hopefully somebody will say, I love that to be over there. Just yeah. like here, you can see she's wonderful. She just, you know. Yeah, she's really curious about the window. She's yeah, curious she, about who, right. uh, who Trevor is in the other room. Right. So, you know, it's hopefully, you know, it's for us to be out there, remind the public we're there, you know, give those animals a chance and please adopt, you know, and don't go to a breeder. I mean, I have nothing against breeders you know some people are looking for a certain type of dog and sometimes we actually have them so come see us first but we're starting to sell tickets now Um, space is limited it's $25 per ticket so that includes the show the dinner there's gonna be a bar that's separate so beer and wine is going to be served so come on out uh, have a look at these animals you know have a great time with us and we're also selling tables so you know if your company 
that's interested to you know treating your managers, your employees, buy a table, 175 bucks for seven people. Oh wow! Yes, so it starts at 5:30. Um, we started advertising. We started selling tickets, and space is limited, so we only have about 100 tickets left to sell. So give us a shout at the shelter. Get on that list. Mail in your payment. Pay over the phone. Uh, we'd love to have you. All right. So I can just call the shelter to get a hold of those yes. tickets. That's the best way to do that. All right. So now. And we talked about cats. There's something that I've seen pop up. I know some shelters have imposed surrender fees. Surrender fees, uh, this is basically you surrender your animal, but you also have to pay anywhere from 60, 70 bucks. I've seen that, yeah. Uh, Do you feel that this is a good practice or not? You know, that's hard to say. Um, because a lot of people are surrendering because they don't have the money to care for the animal in the first place. So if they also don't have the money to surrender, they might go to more extreme options. And we have heard people threaten us to go to those extreme options of either just dumping them somewhere or going out and shooting them. Um, so that's what I worry about. I have, you know, it's crossed my mind to put in a fee because it, I don't know if it would even help offset any of the cost anyway of housing these animals. Um, I'm not the money person, but, um, the other part of my head just goes to, well, if I can't just surrender this animal for free, I'm going to do something worse. Yeah. You know, they're backed into a corner essentially because some of these people are very desperate and for very good reason. It gets expensive here. Um, people don't have housing. I've We've had people surrender dogs, cats that have been living in their car, you know? So I, it goes back and forth in my head sometimes. Absolutely, AJ? And we already have a long surrender list, you know, without saying, hey, you gotta pay. I mean, we're looking currently at roughly 25 dogs that are on the list, they're waiting to basically uh, you know, come in and nearly 40 cats and even a couple rodents. I mean, people are just desperate to get rid of their animals. And, you know, like we say, it's it, it's difficult to say, yeah, it's going to cost you to drop them off, but they already can't afford to house them or feed them. And, yeah, we don't want that. Do you, you know, um, if, if I had an option of essentially paying, you know, upwards of 75 to $80 to surrender my animal, or drive over to the next town and dump them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, what do you think is going to happen? Right. Correct. You know what That's I mean? That's exactly it. Especially if you have a shelter in the next town or the couple towns mm-hmm. over, then I'm going to take the animal over there. So I could see how all of a sudden now you got this big long list. We've got, Emmy tells me all the time, you know, oh, thank God I finally got through my surrender list. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, in less than you two heard days. That. Yeah, in less than two days, it's <laughs> it like 25 yeah. dogs again. Holy yeah. cow. It's ridiculous. It just kind of surprises me the amount of individuals who surrender animals in this town. It really does. It shocks mm-hmm. me. On that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to have more at the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter when we return. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE. And 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Sheridan County High School Rodeo Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. The Sheridan Farmers Market is back for another great season at Whitney Commons Park. You'll find local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally crafted items this Thursday and every Thursday from 5 to 7 p.m. through September 14th. See the best our hardworking local producers have to offer at the Sheridan Farmers Market Thursday evenings at Whitney Commons Park. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. And remember, please leave your pets at home. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors, where we understand everybody's situation is different. We recently had a customer that needed to keep his ranch truck, not traded in. What he needed was a car for town. After visiting with him, we discovered that what he did have was an extra stock trailer. We were able to take that trailer in as a trade-in and got him a nice economy car that was good on gas and easy to park downtown. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. Is Wyoming Corporate Office your one-stop shop for everything you need for your Wyoming-based business, LLC, or corporation formulation? Yes. Service of process and mail forwarding services? Indeed. Fulfill the legal requirements for small businesses based in Wyoming? Absolutely. Wyoming Corporate Office provides the communication between your business and the state, so you don't have to. Learn more by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com today. Hi, everybody. Trevor Jackson back with you as we get ready for football season. And we've got it all live for you on Friday night, the season opener of the Sheridan Bronx as they take on the Cheyenne Central Indians in the capital city. And we've got it all for you live. The first Federal Bank and Trust pregame show will start our broadcast at 530. We kick it at 6 o'clock on KWYO, 1410 AM, 106.9 FM, and also our live video web stream at SheridanMedia.com. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Sheridan County High School Rodeo Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am with the Executive Director of the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter, A.J. Evans, and the Operations Manager, Cindy Pop. If you're just joining us, we discuss long-timer dogs and cats at the shelter and how you can help by attending a spaghetti dinner comedy night on October 13th at the Khalif Shrine Center. Now, A.J., vaccines are an extremely important part of owning an animal. When will we have the next vaccination clinic. As a matter of fact, our second to last vaccination clinic is coming up this Friday from 9 to 3. So we might have a couple more open spots if you want to give the shelter a jingle. 
and see if you can get in. Last um, one will actually be held September 22nd. And it's $15 a shot, and we have a complimentary exam, limited exam that Dr. Karen will do for you. So, you know, if you're kind of interested to know, does my dog, cat, look overall healthy? You know, she'll have a quick look, you know, and uh, yeah, you're good to go for another year. And or it's even not three. super in depth. I mean, this is kind of a, a quick once over. Mm. Just it's a to, quick once yeah. over. Yeah, it's complimentary. You know, she just kind of feel for lumps and bumps. And Cindy will probably know more about it if the animal will let you. You know, kind of take a look in the mouth, kind of see if there's yeah. you know rotten or bad teeth or something going on like that. Now, it, Cindy, when we got Archer. Mm-hmm. Boy, his breath was just horrible. <laughs> so, uh, and we took him to the vet, and it turned out he had a bad tooth. Mm-hmm. And I grew up on a farm. Uh, the, when she said we're going to extract Archer's tooth, I just, I was like, are you, <laughs> really? <laughs> like, it's a, now, I know, you know, it's it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, it was a good thing. His breath's much yep. better now. now. Let me take that back. His breath is better, not much better. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, that can really affect a dog's health. And it can. just a quick look can tell you, you know, hey, maybe this is why he's had an attitude Absolutely. problem lately. Yep. Or the breath is so bad, the right? The breath is bad. It hurts them when they have bad teeth. Um, it can actually cause infections. Um, so <laughs> it just, it all around is bad. You know, they'll stop eating sometimes. It'll hurt them to eat. So they'll just not eat or you'll have to feed them soft food, which actually makes it worse because some of the benefits of hard kibble is that it helps to scrape the plaque off mm-hmm. the teeth. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, so dogs typically that are on like a fully soft food diet will have worse teeth. That's and that's not every dog. Some dogs need a soft food diet, um, so you kind of have to weigh the benefits there. But, yeah. Especially that, if they're older and have yeah. no teeth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. So, Cindy, how are those examinations going? Are there a lot of people taking advantage a of this? A lot of people are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of people take advantage of it. They, you know, it's, and like we said, it's a simple exam. You just kind of take a look at the eyes, ears, nose, um, feel the body, take a look at their paws. It's weigh a the quick, animals. yeah, we weigh them. Um, she does look in their ears if they let you, mm-hmm. um, and she has an otoscope, and she'll take a look in the ears and see if there's maybe an ear infection or a possibility of that or anything like that. But it's a pretty quick exam, but it, it can tell you a lot of things, especially with the teeth and, and the ears. Our next one. This Friday, you still have spots available. Couple, uh, yeah. and it's 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 no longer kind of a drop-in thing because of these examinations. Mm-hmm. Right. So, got to call the shelter, yep, and make an appointment or go online. Okay, um, you can go online to our website and then just go to the events page, and it'll have a book now button down on the vaccine clinic page. Fantastic. Yeah. All right, nice and easy. Uh, I'm running out of time, so tell me about the FIB. I was gonna, uh, I kind of guessed on this one. First Interstate Bank Volunteer Day. Tell me about that, AJ. This is um, an annual thing that they have been doing. Each year, we can apply to have several, about a handful of volunteers come over and help out with a certain project. So we have them scheduled again this year, and I believe we might have up to six volunteers this Mm -hmm. year. Last year, um, 
we had a cat kennel project going on where we raised funds and new additional kennels that needed to be put together in the cat department. And that's what Cindy was referring to earlier. We just added about eight kennels to accommodate eight additional cats. Well, we actually, you know, have several cats, like she says, roaming together. They don't even have their own individual space. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they have a dog bed or a cat tree that they hang out in. But we had added eight additional kennels we had raised the funds for. So those volunteers came out last year and put those together for us. And we got them all assembled and stacked up. This year, we're going to be on the dog side. So um, we're going to, you know, try to accommodate both departments. And we're looking probably at tearing old dog kennels, puppy kennels apart mm -hmm. and hopefully put them back together to where they're more used to us. So First Interstate Bank, actually, they do this annually all over, um, I don't think just Wyoming. I mean, like it's the like Midwest a, in the West. Yes, yeah. it's like an afternoon that all the branches offer to those people and they get paid to go volunteer somewhere. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Now, if I want to volunteer at the shelter, do you guys have space for me? Yes, yes. always. All always. The time. Yep. How do I do that? Um, you can either fill out an application online and get that sent in, or you can print it off and bring it in, or you can just come in and ask for one. I always have them on hand. Okay. Um, and then I will get a hold of you and um, just see what you were more interested in doing. We have options for volunteering throughout the whole, I mean, the whole place. You can be in cats, dogs. To be in dogs, you do have to be over 18. Um, just for liability reasons, but we have dog walking, we have, you know, we always need help cleaning in the mornings, we always need help brushing the cats, you know, doing laundry, there's all sorts of things. A lot of work to be done work. at the yeah. shelter, isn't yes. it? It is, it's, it is. It's a lot of work to take care of animals, yep. and uh, it's a lot of work to take care of that and many animals. we do have special projects and events going on that we need help with sometimes, too. So if you just wanted to be on the list for that, we can do that, too. All right, real quick, tell me about uh, something happening at the Mint Bar. What is the bluegrass at the Bighorns? Um, yeah, so they contacted me, what, last week? and they wanted to put a benefit on for us. They're doing a dollar um, per every ticket sold is gonna come to the shelter. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and it's on the September 16th at 8 p.m. and they're just doing a bluegrass band there. I think it'll be a lot of fun. We'll have um, a book, at the very least, we'll have a book with the adoptable animals set out there um, so you can look through what we have and everybody remember do not adopt an animal while under the influence right yeah <laughs> right. don't not come a, up yeah <laughs> wake up the next morning you got five dogs that, that wouldn't be the best all right real quick last thing born in a barn september 23rd from 10 to 2 we're hoping to be there this year we weren't able to be present last year we had a scheduling conflict with another fundraiser which was awesome but um so we're hoping to be this um there this year september 23rd it's a saturday from 10 to 2 and we will be walking around with a couple of dogs you know we also have the books that like cindy mentioned mm -hmm. um you can fan through them all the dogs all the cats that are currently available will be in it so if you don't see the one you like right there and then just look through those books drive up to the shelter we will be open that day but a couple of staff will be present with the dogs and be able to have a nice little meet and greet and see mm. if you find a yes. new friend 
That's yep. fantastic. AJ, Cindy, thank you both so much for coming in, and thank you for bringing your little friend of this course. morning. Uh, I hope <laughs> eventually she finds a good home. Uh, she there, will. there is a home for every animal. I honestly believe that. So thank you very much. Of course, thank, thank you, you for having us. All right, when we come back, we're going to speak with the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce about the upcoming Fremont Toyota Suds and Spurs Brewfest. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE or 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Sheridan County High School Rodeo Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. Sheridan Media presents SCLT in Bloom, a fundraiser for the Sheridan Community Land Trust. Saturday, September 9th at the Whitney Center for the Arts at Sheridan College. Our featured guest is Wyoming Migration Initiative co-founder, Dr. Matthew Kaufman. We'll have a live and silent auction, paddle raise, door prize, visionary circle, reception at 6, hors d'oeuvres and cocktails starting at 6.30. Help us preserve history, conserve local lands and ranches, and connect our community to the outdoors. Found on over to SheridanCLT.com. Amanda from the Firewater Smokehouse Grill is back, but now she's at the Eagle's Nest at the Bighorn Mountain Eagles. They're open to the public for lunch Tuesday through Saturday from 11 until 2. Enjoy your favorites like homemade chicken fried steak and mashed potatoes, the pork tenderloin sandwich, the chicken salad sandwich, and of course burgers and fries too. The Eagle's Nest at the Bighorn Mountain Eagles is on the south end of town, 1760 Commercial Avenue, and it's smoke-free and open to the public during lunch. Amanda's back in the kitchen. If you are looking for your new Wyoming home where breathtaking mountain views meet city conveniences, then look no further than Sheridan's newest development, Riverstone Park. Premier builders Stone Mill and Cascade Dwellings have new homes under construction that are waiting just for you. Located near the new North Main Interchange, Riverstone Park boasts paved streets and full city amenities, making your daily life a breeze. Specializing in new construction single-family homes, Jenny Redinger is your real estate expert. Contact her today at yournewwyomminghome.com. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. It is still really hot out there. Yeah, it's air conditioning season. <laughs> You're right about that. And having working AC in your car will make your summer so much more enjoyable. So for the month of August, Sheridan Honda will recharge your AC and replace your cabin air filter for only $129.99. Wow, what a great deal. And remember, Tommy, our skilled technicians can work on any year and any make and model. Get cooled off this summer at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Has your home become the proverbial money pit? Everything is going wrong, things are breaking on the daily, and you can't afford to fix them. Nor do you want to. Let Wyo Renovation assist you. They will buy any property in any location, no matter what issues it has. They will get you cash, probably more than you could get anywhere else. And you can walk away and let them bring the property back to life. Learn more at wyorenovation.com or find them on Facebook. Good morning.
morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For the second part of the show this morning, I am joined by Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce Chief Executive Officer Dixie Johnson and Member Relations Director Bobby Mitzel. Good morning, Chamber. Hey, good, good morning. morning. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. good. Uh, got to meet a new dog this morning. That's always a good Did thing. Ya? Now, Dixie, we've been talking about this for a while. Uh, we've had little announcements. We've mm-hmm. uh, had deadlines that we've been telling people and actually telling them, save the date. It's finally here. It's finally it's here. It's finally here. And knock on wood, it looks like the weather's going to be beautiful. So this is our 11th Suds and Spurs. What's the Fremont Toyota Suds and Spurs Brewfest? Um, and it will be happening this Saturday. So August 26th from 2 to 7 p.m. It'll be held down at Whitney Commons Park. And it does serve as the major fundraiser for the Chamber of Commerce. We're a 501c6 organization. And we've been um, just had the pleasure to hold the Brewfest for several years in the community to really celebrate the industry of the craft brewing um, and bring people to town we're seeing quite a few people who are buying tickets um especially our online ticket sales or people from outside the area so we support um our businesses by bringing tourists into town celebrating the industry and having just a great event with a lot of fun um and help raise funds for the chamber of commerce so we appreciate everybody who in the past has supported us either as a sponsor or a ticket holder or a volunteer and we're certainly looking forward to a great event this year now dixie this is the biggest brew fest in the region right correct right. me if i'm wrong right well in our region now you know i guess it depends on what you define as a region um you know there are several brew fests that have popped up over the years we've been having ours uh, we took one year off I guess you could probably imagine which year we took off, uh, but we did take <laughs> one year off. Otherwise, we've had it um, as our fundraiser for several years. And when we first started, there weren't many brew fests in the region. Um, now there are more since we started. I know um, they've started one in Gillette. I'm not sure if it's still going. I'm sure um, they do have one up in Billings that I went to one year, and it was called the Ales for Trails. So they raised funds for their trails, and they had it in the baseball park up there, which was kind of cool um that i've gone to the one over in cody in lander so lander was one that started the brew fest many years ago and the chamber of commerce uh, coordinated that and they were really uh, gracious in giving us some tips and tricks when we first started ours or were thinking about it but we worked um, hand in hand with tim barnes down at Blacktooth brewing company when we were first starting and when it was first an idea and i think they were the only uh, brewery in sheridan at the time and we're really new um so really um, we got it started and it's just been growing and successful ever since and we again just appreciate everybody who's contributed and who's contributing this year you know it's only been about two decades and the the brewing industry has blown up hasn't it hasn't it it really has i mean it's really something that people enjoy doing and uh you get a lot of people who i, I got a brother-in-law who brews uh i don't know beer in his basement somewhere he tries to pass it out every christmas but it's uh <laughs> it's pretty funny uh but it's uh boy it's it's just potent stuff uh so which brewers have confirmed their attendance for this year i know the list is probably long but uh any any highlights so we have about 20 right now and as you know Floyd sometimes brewers are not unlike a lot of people who wait till the last minute (laughs) to (laughs) register Uh, so they're still coming in and uh, in fact I think we got Breckenridge uh, yesterday Uh, we have some new ones unfortunately we 
We're going to have some that we're going to miss this year. Our last year's People's Choice winner uh, was not able to make it happen this year. So that'll be a disappointment, but it's going to be um, a great brew fest. So we have a couple new ones. Um, one of them that is brand new. Let me think about it. Uh, Teresa was telling me, which one was it? Uh, Thirsty Street out of Billings, Montana. I don't know if you've heard of Thirsty Street Brewing, but they're going to be brand new this year. Uh, we have uh, Golden Road Brewery. We have, uh, again, coming back for uh, several years in a row, our locals. Thank you to them. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Smith Alley, Blacktooth, and Luminous will, of course, be there. We have Bonds Brewing uh, from Buffalo that will be coming up this year. So that's a new one as well. Um, Bell's Brewery. And then we'll have some also some seltzers, some um, non-alcoholic um options as well and uh, if you want to look at the whole list you can find it on our website at sheridanwyomingchamber.org you know that seltzer thing that's uh, really really kind of been a big thing for about Boy, two or three years that's now, really right? taken off hasn't it It really has uh i don't i i, I haven't drank for quite a few years but uh i just can't in my mind i was never really a <laughs> seltzer guy you know i went to europe a time or two and and over there that's primarily just what they drink they don't mm-hmm, right. drink water like we do here. They really think it's kind of strange to watch somebody do that. And for me, it's just I'm not big on seltzer. I don't like the water, the carbonated water. So I can only imagine what that stuff uh, tastes like. I'm not uh, talking bad on it. I'm just saying uh, it, it is a big movement. A lot of people really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, White Claw thing that you see everyone drinking all over the place. Now, there's going to be competitions going on. There's going to be awards that are handed out. How are these going to be managed? How are these going to be uh, operated? Okay, so every year, and since we started this, uh, Tom Balding Bits and Spurs has just been phenomenal in sponsoring and providing the awards, and they really have become coveted awards. And we have two competitions that we've had every year. Um, Each year we decide on which, uh, we work with our local brewers and the judges, on which um, type of beer is going to be judged this year. And then also um, we have a People's Choice, which we've done for years. And so each one of those winners will take home the coveted Balding Spur Award. So this year, I think what we have, let me look at this, I want to make sure, yep, I'm right, um, the best <laughs> amber, because it's we've been doing it so long that we've actually circled back around. Last year, we had a, a judged competition, so all the brewers that, um, that confirm attendance, they have the option to submit a product in the professionally judged competition and we do have that judged off-site it takes place that day but it takes place at a location undisclosed top secret location Um, very cloak and and dagger uh, right we have some volunteers um, some of our board of directors that always help with that and then we have several judges that are in the industry judge um judge the beers and of course they're all the only ones that that know are the volunteers and they don't disclose that and they take those to the judges and they they judge it so um last year i believe we had snake river brewing company one for the best lager Mm -hmm. this year will be the best amber and uh, so we're looking forward to a lot of submissions and we usually announce that early on in the competition so we'll have a stage we're going to have live music down there we'll have a sound system and uh, so once we find out from those um 
from those professional judges who's won. We announce that, then it's funny to watch the people just swarm to their to, to their to vendor tent, space right? and yeah. vendor, and usually it's not there very much longer. Um, so anyway, it's just fun. And then the People's Choice Award will happen, and that's throughout. Everybody who attends gets a chance to vote for their favorite brewer, favorite brewery, and the brewer takes home People's Choice Awards. So that's we'll see fantastic. who it is this year. I could totally understand that. You know, you name off like the the best amber this year, and that's whose tent I'm heading right I to. I kind of wish I was that. a judge. That tends right. to be my favorite type of beer. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, but it's probably good so that I'm not a judge. <laughs> A little bias, right? Maybe a little bias. All right, so we do have some live music going on down there. What? Uh, who's going to be playing for us? So we have our local band, Sidetracks, will be there. Oh, great band. Uh, yeah, great, great band. band. They'll be playing uh, classic rock, country music, um, and and everyone's excited to get live music back to Brewfest. That just makes a whole different last, you know, last couple of years. It's been, um, you know, a great uh event without but um we're we're excited to have live side music adds there. so much it really doesn't does. it we've had conga lines we've had different <laughs> things happen at brew fest and it's just it's fun it enhances the party so we're excited about that and uh, then our relay team our relay our beer relay that's huge let's this talk year. about the relay so what's bright. going on with that so uh, we we have teams of four. Last year we did the beer relay for the first time. So it's a great competition where they have to navigate different relay paths. A team of four um, has to you know get their goggles on, navigate the path. There are judges this year, so that uh, you know if you if you screw up in the relay, you have to go back. If you spill your beer, you have to fill it back up. And then at each leg, you you drink your beer, pass off to your team, and. And um, it was, it's really fun. Last year's winner was Alpha Graphics. Um, this year we have uh, seven teams. We're still looking for two more teams. Um, so teams uh, to date, right now, we have our ambassadors uh, will be a competitive team. Century 21 has a team, Rose Petal Beauty, Chapman, Valdez, and Lansing, Team Alpha Graphics, Sheridan, Florida Ceiling, and Team Shake and Bake. So I'm <laughs> sure there's someone on that list you'd like to beat in the relay. So you, you get on board. We have two spots left. Only um, two spots. Only, only, only two, two spots. So there'll be uh, heats of three, and it's a, it's a good time. It's fun to come watch, even if you um, aren't part participating and and you know anyone can get into Brewfest um, w- without a ticket even if they're if they're not drinking so uh, that's a fun thing to come and watch yeah absolutely um, it is $150 per team though so if you are interested just want to let you know that is uh, part of the fundraiser so um, give us a call because again those two spots are going to be fill up I'm sure I mm-hmm. hope so yeah. now, now Dixie how many people do I have to have Bobby Dixie four, on four, a team. four people per team Hundred and fifty dollars, and it's it's a. It, this just sounds like it's a roaring. It's so much fun. <laughs> roaring good time. Yeah, Rosemary Garber actually almost single-handedly just created that last year, and she did a great job. And so um, we're just really excited about it. It was so much fun. We have some great photos from that. And then um, also that relay starts right at three p.m. And that'll start down in kind of the roundabout there at Whitney Commons. That's where we're planning it. But the event starts at 2 p.m. So just wanted to let people know um, if they're getting, if they're talking to their co-workers or their friends and they want to have a team, just to have them there and ready at 3 p.m. You can show up at 2, get a couple drinks in you, and prime, uh, <laughs> prime yourself. That's right. you got to prime up for a competition like this. you got to be ready. Now, no brew fest is complete without a little food to help us along, to kind of mm-hmm. prolong everything. Who's going to show up? 
We have this year we have Curds of Wyoming, uh, Melt the West, and Swine Barbecue. So you'll have a little bit of like, um, uh, what do we call that? Poutine, uh, cheese curds. Uh, you can get grilled cheese. Uh, Schwein does really good uh, pulled pork, all of that good stuff. So there's a wide variety. And it's not just grilled cheese, but they have some pretty creative sandwiches. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a wonderful ham and cheese, grilled ham and cheese, mm-hmm. um, not too long ago from there. And so they all do a great job. So lots of food vendors. Um, we'll have plenty of water on hand. Um, we have, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so it's, it's going to be a great day. You know, I've been looking at the forecast, which I always start, but then I don't say much about it um, until it starts getting a little bit closer. But looks like it's going to be in the low 80s if it holds. So just a beautiful day to come on down. But uh, you know, I'm glad you brought that water up. Um, mm-hmm. When I was in college, uh, you spent <laughs> about a day getting ready for a brew fest. Uh, you you drank water, hydrated right. yourself up right. real good, made sure that you had plenty of Gatorade in the fridge before you took off because you knew how you were going to feel the next day. So. Uh, Take care of yourself first, right? Absolutely, you know, and and everybody in the past 10 10 years that we've had this, we've just had everybody um, acting very responsibly. And Mm -hmm. so we anticipate that again. Um, We'll have event monitors down there. And if anybody needs anything, all they have to do is let us know what the main tent, and we'll make sure we get people right home if that's the case. Um, We want to make sure everybody has a great time and is responsible, Mm -hmm. um, but also let us know if there's anything. We'll, we'll help happily take care of it. Um, it's going to be a great day and just would encourage people to come out. It's only $40 for the tickets. Mm-hmm. You can get them at the Chamber office at 54 South Main. You can get them online at wildtheater.com. Um, you can also get them from some of our volunteer ambassadors who will be down at Blacktooth on Thursday and Friday evenings from 4 to 7 p.m. selling some tickets. And then they'll also have some raffle tickets. We have a great raffle drawing, um, uh, an option for people um and we're going to draw that ticket uh, at Brewfest as well and bobby will probably tell you a little bit about that if you have time <laughs> yeah real quick bobby yeah, what do we can, got raffled? you can win a yeti roadie 48 cooler donated to us by rocky mountain discount sports and two cases of brews from Blacktooth. so uh tickets are one for 10 or five for 40 it's a it, good odds um so get your tickets at the chamber now real quick i just want to touch on one thing what about our four-legged friends dixie you know we love them but we found that dogs although some do most don't like beer so we would ask <laughs> that you let them stay at home in their air-conditioned space come on down enjoy uh, connecting with other two-footed friends what else should we know about this brew fest that's going on I mean, it's another beloved chamber event. We have the Christmas stroll. We have Brewfest. Everyone's getting ready to wind back into the school season. A great way to start start the school year and the summer. That's right. Yeah, it's a good end summer event, isn't it? Cause it? It really is. And again, you know, it is our major fundraiser. If somebody can't attend but they want to support the chamber, um, we certainly have options for that as well, and we appreciate and would welcome donations. Fantastic. Now, all i got to do to do that is maybe give you a call. Then give us a call, 672-2485, or stop down and see us at 54 South Main. All right. Dixie, Bobby, I greatly appreciate you coming in. I'm really looking forward to this uh, event paying off for you in the long run, and I'm looking forward to everybody having a good time. Brewfests so are always something that uh, I always took part in back in the day, and they're super fun. And uh, we just encourage people to check out and thank our sponsors as well. Mm-hmm. And that list is on our website. We'll have it um, all over the event as well. But we couldn't do it without those gracious sponsors. All right. Thank you both so much for coming in. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Share.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Sheridan County High School Rodeo Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. The Y.O. Theater celebrates the 100th anniversary of the opening of the original Lotus Theater with a performance of the Y.O.'s new Vaudevillians, Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. This event will feature the new Vaudevillian band, accompanying an impressive cast of local talent, performing a variety of acts from comedy and magic to singing and dancing. There'll be giveaways and fun the entire evening. Tickets are available today at the Y.O. Box Office or online at yotheater.com. Treat your taste buds to an unforgettable experience at Frackleton's. Introducing our Peach Pork Chop Dinner. Imagine sinking your fork into a perfectly grilled pork chop topped with a succulent peach glaze that's both tangy and sweet. Each bite bursts with the essence of summer. Join us at Frackleton's and savor the magic crafted by our skilled chefs. Make this season unforgettable with our summer Peach Pork Chop Dinner. Frackleton's fine food and spirits where every meal is a masterpiece. Hey, future business owners, now is your chance to enter the Sheridan Startup Challenge and take your business or product idea from concept to reality. Jessica Madden here from Impact 307, and we are welcoming new business ideas to compete for a share of $100,000. We have helped over 300 Wyoming startups get off the ground and most originated from entering one of our competitions. It's easy, free, and confidential. Just go to impact307.org, click on Startup Challenges, and enter today. Feel free to call 675-1939 with any questions, and don't forget to follow us on social media. According to the Hearing Health Foundation, even those with a mild, untreated hearing loss are twice as likely to develop dementia. Hi, this is Elizabeth and JT Kraft at EBA Hearing. Our mission is about more than selling hearing aids. We want to educate our friends and family on the hazards of untreated loss and unprotected exposure to noise. The most important thing you can do is protect your hearing. But if you have a hearing loss, please don't wait. Correct it today. EBA Hearing, 674-8920. That's 674-8920. Hey Sheridan, it's Laura with your Main Street Project update. Good news everyone, our project is ahead of schedule and our contractor wants to add an additional block to this year's project. What does that mean exactly? It means we will be adding the block of Main Street between Brundage and Laux to the closure the week of August 21st. This also means we will have less work to complete next spring and less of an impact to our amazing downtown. But wait, there's more! With the closure comes an opening, which means Main Street from Mandel to Alger will be opening next week as well. With these changes, there will be new detours, so keep an eye out for those. Pedestrians, as you're navigating the sidewalks to the closure area, watch for temporary water lines that cross the sidewalk, as well as occasional sidewalk detours at the intersections where we are upgrading those to meet ADA requirements. Questions, comments, or concerns, give me a call, 674-2356. Thanks for your patience and understanding. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio,